0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E E.com. com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Coffee with a friend is like capturing joy in a cup. Welcome to the Coffee with Jenny B podcast, hosted by Jenny B, a lover of all things coffee. Each week, Jenny will chat about connecting over coffee, What brings her joy and everything in between? A lot can happen over coffee, so grab a cup, sit back, and enjoy. Now, here's your host, Jenny B. Hello, and welcome. Today, I'm going to talk about the human brain. Did you know that the human brain is the largest and the most complex organ in the human body? It controls our memories, our thoughts, our emotions, our vision, and basically controls everything in our body. If you think about it, it is the central part of our body. Now, why am I talking about the brain? Well, specifically, I want to talk about how the brain works for us and how it helps us navigate life. And everything that we do in life. When you think about driving somewhere, for instance, and you arrive at your destination, and then you wonder and ask yourself, how did I get here? You have no recollection of the route that you just traveled, but you know that you got here safely because your vehicle is intact, and as far as you know, no one was hurt. But how did you get there? And that's an interesting thing because your brain, because it knows that you've been traveling the same route, it put you on autopilot. So it basically says, okay, um, I recognize this route. We're going to turn off your brain and we'll just let you continue on without having to exercise your brain or think about it. Because again, you know the route. This has happened to me several times. And I always wonder why is it that i don't remember how i got here and so going on autopilot can be a way of getting somewhere but it it is kind of scary because even though you safely get to where you're going what did you miss along the way and what if one day you get into an accident or something happens and you start thinking, okay, so how did this happen and what did i do? So what can you do to get your brain off of autopilot? Well, you might want to take a different route. So instead of going down the same route, take something different and actually think about, "Okay, today instead of going down this road, i'm going to go down this other road." And so now your brain isn't isn't on autopilot. And you actually have to think about where you're going. And what you're doing is you're actually training or exercising your brain to look at doing something different. It's no different than exercising your body or learning a new skill, for instance, having to do something different. And so it's engaging your brain power in order for you to do that. Thinking about our memories, for instance... We can have memories from years gone by. I, I can remember a date that I had when I was, I think, 18. I remember the concert that we were going to, the jacket that I wore. But if you ask me what I had for lunch last week, I had to stop and think. Um, no, I had tuna. No, 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 I had tuna on Tuesday. What did I have on Wednesday? I actually have to think about it. Which is interesting because why is it that I can remember something from, you know, 40 years ago or more, but I can't remember what I had for lunch last week? <laughs> it's, there's, it's a mystery. That's all I can say. It's a mystery. When you think about also, too, this speaking of, you know, short-term memory, you could be in the kitchen. You know, I'm, the other day I was in the kitchen and I was doing something and I, oh, I need a can of tomatoes. And I went down to the basement And while I stood in the basement, I forgot. I forgot why I was there. It's like, oh, what did I need again? And I have to stop and think. And I had to retrace my steps to the kitchen to realize that I needed tomatoes. And so I went back down and I got tomatoes. And it just, and it happens actually more often than not. Now, is it because that I'm getting older and I have these short bursts of forgetfulness, for instance, I don't think that's the case because I think it happens to more of us more often than we think we do. And I think part of it is that we are so bombarded by noise and not just loud noise, you know, like car horns or radios or TV blaring or or whatever it is. But I think it's noise in the sense of all the distractions, you know, like you think about... How we are tied to our phones and every time, you know, there's a beep or there's something indicating that there's a message or you think of all the things that are bombarding us like white noise, for instance, or noise in the sense of interruptions and people asking you for things and, and just bombarded by sensories and things that can overwhelm you in a sense. So what can you do to help deal with it? And so I think about exercising your brain. So when you're exercising your brain, similar to the way you exercise your body, is that you are strengthening that organ. You are making it stronger. You are making it more adaptable, for instance. Because that's important to make sure that we do have a healthy brain that allows us to continue doing the things that we need to do. And there's different ways that you can exercise your brain. So, I mentioned exercising your body. That is the best thing that you can do. Because when you are exercising, especially aerobic exercise, you're raising your heart rate. And so, by raising your heart rate, you're pumping blood through your body and so the blood then goes into your brain and then flows through and so you're increasing that blood flow to your brain. So exercising can be very important. Now I'm not saying that you have to go to a gym and you have to you know, work out in strenuous exercise, although that is a good thing to do if you're able to, but even just going for a walk, believe it or not, just going for a walk can really help. I find that when I'm exercising, I feel so much better afterwards. You know, you think about those endorphins that feel good. And so when you're feeling good, that's an emotion that's coming from your brain. When I'm teaching Zumba, for instance, and you know, it's interesting because the way, again, short-term memory loss, I'll be doing a, a choreography that I've done or a song that I've done probably Uh, a gazillion times, I can't even remember, but it's a song that I've done over and over and over. Um, It'll be 12 years in February that I've been teaching Zumba. And so I've got a huge catalog of songs in my head, but there's a few that I do all the time because they're my favorites. And I remember one day I started to do this song and I had to stop because I couldn't remember. (laughs) I couldn't remember what I was supposed to do and i kind of laughed and so i i stopped the song and i and i said to the to my participants i said you know what i said i can't remember what to do next and so you know what we're going to skip the song and we're going to go on to the next one and then i still couldn't remember what i was supposed to do in that particular song and it wasn't until later i'm actually laying in bed getting ready to fall asleep and that's when my brain remembered it's like oh that's what it is okay strangest things honestly it it just it happens and you know and I try not to obsess too much about it or worry about it too much it's just okay I can't remember now but I'm sure I'll remember later or if someone is asking me um, because I used to be really good at trivia and I I'm still pretty good now but someone will ask me a question oh do you remember the name of the director that did that movie and I might, remember or I might say, okay, give me a second. I'll think about it. And I'm going through the data, data files in my brain and I'll come up with the answer. But if I don't, it's like, okay, you know what? I'll find out. So then I Google it. You know, Google can be your best friend when it comes to remembering different things. For instance, uh, I have a lot of recipes in my head and recipes that I've done many, many times before. You know, and going back to being on autopilot or or doing things by rote, I don't have to think about it because the recipe is in my head and I just do it. But sometimes I'll go to make the recipe and I'll have to stop and think, mm, is it two eggs or one egg that I put into this recipe? And so then I, I have to go and find the recipe. And I, you know, it's a good thing I keep those recipes, but I have to check and it's like, okay, yeah, it's two eggs. And so I'm okay to go. But it's, it's our brain, you know, again, it's a very complex thing and, and it's our memories and everything that's along with it. And so thinking about how we can increase the mental capacity, how we can, again, going back to exercising our brain. So aside from doing something physical, you know, like walking or aerobics or, you know, Zumba, another way that you can exercise your brain is by doing some mental exercises. I love doing the crypto quote in the newspaper. So for those who don't know what crypto quote is, they, whoever the person is, who's creating this, will take a phrase, a sentence, whatever it is. And then he'll, he or she, will swap out the letters for the quote. And so, for instance, an L is now an A. And then looking at the crypto quote, you have to figure out what all the different letters are to complete the sentence or phrase or whatever. And so you look for patterns. You look for letters that are standing on, on their own. So that means it's either an A or an I. And then you look for patterns in different words. So, for instance, the word that has two Ts on either side of that word. And so you look for that, or you look for a letter that's used quite often, which could be an E, because E's tend to be used the most often. It's the most, it's the vowel that's used the most in words. And so you look for patterns and you take a step back and you come back and you look again. And that's a way for your brain to sharpen itself. It's a way of exercising your brain. Have you ever thought, I'd love to have a podcast just like this one? Well, I can help. My name is Matt Cundall and everyone at my company, the Sound Off Podcast Network, had a hand in making this show. Whether it was about the sound, the discoverability, or that you're just enjoying the show, we are all about the detail. If you think you have a podcast in you, reach out to me via email, matt@soundoff.network. Or check out the website and become one of the great podcasts we work with at soundoff.network. Crossword puzzles are something else that you can do. And sometimes with crossword puzzles for me is they will introduce a, a question or a clue that I don't know. And so I have to start and think about it. Or maybe it's something that I do know. And so I start to fill in. the 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 letters and answer the clues of ones that I know and so then this opens it up to perhaps other letters that complete another clue that I perhaps it was something that I didn't know but crossword puzzles and crypto quote Sudoku for instance working with numbers is another way that allows you to exercise your brain and is forcing you to think perhaps in a different way so instead of thinking in a linear way, could be thinking abstractly, different ways of, of trying to come up with those answers. Playing Scrabble is another game. Playing cards, thinking about patterns with the cards. Um, Scrabble, coming up with words. Looking at your letters, you have seven letters that you need to make up a, a word depending on what the other people are doing with their words. And so it's using your brain to really think about what it is that you're doing. Learning a new skill is something else that you can do. You know, learn to play an instrument, learning a new language. When I was 40, my husband and I traveled to Mexico for the first time. And prior to going to Mexico, I had never I had never spoken Spanish, never thought of learning Spanish. But before we went on our trip, I bought a little uh, phrase book. And... It had phrases for everything. So it had, of course, the basics, you know, numbers and, you know, time and, you know, descriptions for food. And it had different categories for different different things. So for food and socializing and even if you had to go for a haircut or what have you. So I would take this phrase book with me uh, everywhere that we traveled in Mexico. And I would refer to it quite often because I was learning the language. And it was an easy way of me being able to learn basic spanish you know the the greetings and asking for things and you know where's the bathroom and those kinds of things that you need to know as a tourist but what's interesting is that the more i used the phrase book and the more i practiced the easier it became for me to remember the phrases and to remember the words the phrase book you know gives you very basic phrases and etc but then when you have conversations with the locals, they give you a different way of saying things. So when you meet someone for the first time, for instance, you say hola, and, and they say hola. And you say, "Mi ama Jenny, so my name is Jenny, and they tell me their name. And then they say, mucho gusto, which means in Spanish, nice to meet you. The phrase book, the response is, "Iguamente." which loosely translated means likewise, or same here. But I found that one of the locals told me another way of saying that, which is, es gusto es mio, which means the pleasure is all mine, which sounds so much nicer than saying il which is, means likewise. And so learning the different ways of saying things from the locals made it so much more enjoyable for me. Because that meant that I felt like I was one of them versus just a tourist speaking the phrases from a phrase book. And so that's just an example of ways that you can increase your brain power. And for some people, certain things come very easily to them. You know, in a previous episode, I talked about Clifton strengths, you know, and the talents that we're born with. So maybe one of the talents that you have is communication, which makes it easier for you to converse in different languages or to learn different languages, or to have the ability to want to learn different languages and then to want to communicate in those different languages. Other ways that you can perhaps not so much exercise your brain, but find another way of allowing your brain to guide you in certain ways. And what I'm talking about is the idea of meditation. Meditation allows you to slow down, to become more mindful. Now, meditation can either be a moment where you are sitting and trying not to think of anything in particular. So in other words, you're emptying your mind of anything. And it's usually done in a very quiet place. But thinking about being in a meditative state or a process or a feeling is that you can apply this to anything and not just sitting quietly, but I guess being more mindful about what you're doing. Getting back to being on autopilot or doing something by rote, if you are now paying attention to what you're doing, being mindful about what you're doing, it's another way of using your brain in a different way and also, I guess, exercising it at the same time. So when you're going through the process of perhaps preparing coffee, I can be on autopilot preparing my coffee and, you know, filling the filling the container, putting the coffee in, etc. etc. So when I'm doing a pour over, I take the time to think about what it is that I'm doing. Because I have to go to a cupboard where I have my glass container, and then take out my gooseneck kettle, boil the water, measure out the coffee, wait until the water is boiled. As I'm doing that, I'm waiting and not feeling rushed, and I'm in the moment thinking about what it is that I'm doing. And it slows everything down and makes me think with enjoyment how delicious that cup of coffee is going to taste. And speaking of coffee, coffee actually is really good for your brain, now in moderation of course. On average, probably between two to four cups of coffee is what an adult could have during the day. Of course, you know, I always say there's no such thing as too much coffee, but for optimal brain power, so to speak, drinking coffee can help you feel more alert, can improve your concentration. You know, when you think about in the afternoon, you are in a bit of a slump and you need that little pick-me-up having a shot of espresso or a cup of coffee gives you that instant pickup that you need you know it's the caffeine that helps with that feeling more um, energized perhaps more alert and improves your concentration you think let's say you're at um, studying at night or you're working a night shift or you know you're driving a truck at night and you're feeling sleepy, and you need that brain power, so you have some coffee, and that helps with that concentration. So it all gets back to coffee, but all joking aside, anything that you can do to help uh, exercise your brain, keep your brain functioning, keep you more alert, keep you active, because as we age, it gets harder, and so whatever you can do to increase that brain power. On the opposite side of the spectrum, I think about something I read the other day that said the first five years of a child's life are the most important because that is when their brains are starting to develop and they are able to absorb and learn everything Learning not only how to walk and talk, but learning to read, learning to process information. You know, my my granddaughter, Lenny, she'll be four in a couple of weeks. She is so smart. She is like a sponge absorbing information, asking questions, being able to process information. It's just amazing the ability for the brain to learn so much at such a young age so when you think about how we learn how we exercise our brain how we process everything anything that you can do from physical exercise to um, mental games to playing cards crossword puzzles puzzles doing a puzzle thinking about where all the pieces fall into play even playing video games because video games depending on what the game is, will require you to steer around something. You're racing. You're um, in a quest. You have to answer certain questions. You have to complete a challenge before you can move on to something else. It's that eye-hand coordination as well, which involves the brain to think about what you're doing, being mindful, exercising, doing mental work, all of this can help us improve our brain power and make life more enjoyable because I love learning new things, whether it's learning how to speak a new language, doing a new skill, learning how to play guitar, for instance. Anything that can give you enjoyment is something that we should all look forward to doing. So until next time, think about all the different things that you can do to increase your brain power. And maybe something as simple as playing with your grandchildren, socializing, playing cards with friends, even listening to music, or having that really delicious cup of coffee. Thanks so much for listening. If you like Coffee with Jenny B and want to know more, connect with Jenny on Instagram at Coffee with Jenny B. That's Jenny with a G. Until then, all you need is joy and more coffee. Come on a journey like no other, where you will discover many rogues that will lead you to a happier, healthier, and more stress-free life. And the beauty is, you don't need any vacation time for this adventure. The journey will come to you.